Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Welcome once again to our podcast, Always Abounding. This is your host, Brother Keith Stensis, here in the country of Uganda, East Africa, here in the town of Masaka. And uh, actually, uh, we are right outside the town of Masaka in the village of Chitabazi. And uh, that is where our church and offices are here. And uh, what a blessing it is to be able to be here with you today. I'm looking out my window right now, and it looks like the clouds are forming. It looks like we might get a rainstorm. Uh, the temperatures, I tell you, the temperatures uh, here in Uganda are really quite amazing. Uh, sometimes you think of uh, Africa, and you think the fact that we're right on the equator. Uh, you think many times that we are so suffering with a uh, great amount of heat. And uh, actually, I've been hearing uh, back in the United States that you guys have uh, been going through several heat waves of uh, over 100 degrees Fahrenheit and uh, on top of that, the humidity. But the fact of the matter is, here in Uganda, we are uh, we have a we're pretty much at a high elevation. We're about thirty five hundred feet. Uh, we're right on the equator, but we're also right next to the second largest freshwater lake in the world, Lake Victoria. And uh, so, because of that, uh, we tend to get a lot of cool breeze off of the lake and a lot of cool weather. And uh, so, it is uh, really, really a blessing to be able to live here. And so, I think the high today is uh, going to be around. 75, 80 degrees, and uh, pretty much um, we have every once in a while we have uh, a day where it might it might get up to 90. Uh, we have days that it might get down into the upper 60s, but for the most part, it stays in the upper 70s, lower 80s uh, here in Masaka. So uh, we really enjoy some good weather here, and uh, we praise the Lord for that. And uh, so those of you that are suffering with 100 degree weather and the high humidity, uh, I don't envy you at all. And and uh, maybe you should come over and visit us here and uh, see what God is doing here in this beautiful country of Uganda. Uh, it's no wonder Winston Churchill, uh, the prime minister of Great Britain, said that Uganda, uh, he described Uganda as the pearl of East Africa, the pearl of Africa. And uh, it truly is a beautiful place and uh, very nice, gorgeous weather. And uh, it's a great place to be able to serve the Lord. A lot of people here, uh, 45 million people here in the country of Uganda, uh, in a country the same size as around, uh, the state of Oregon. And and uh, so very uh, densely populated, a lot of people here uh, in uh, Uganda. And uh, so uh, really pray that God enables us to be able to continue many more years to be able to serve the Lord here and uh, reaching Ugandans with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, I do want to send a uh, shout out uh, to all of my children. My children are faithful uh, listeners uh, to this podcast, and uh, that's one of the reasons I do the podcast uh, is for my children, just to communicate with them through this means and let them know how things are going over there and at the same time be able to uh, as well teach them uh, the principles of the Word of God uh, through Always Abounding. And uh, so shout out to them. My son Shane, uh, he and his wife are serving uh, the Lord up in uh, Ohio. Uh, they're at the First Baptist Church of uh, Eaton, Ohio, where my 
my brother pastors, and uh, my son Shane is the music director there as well as uh, in charge of the media uh, programs, where they do their media website and things of that nature up there. Uh, they also have our, right now, our one and only granddaughter, and uh, her name is Aria. And uh, so, Shane, thank you so much for serving the Lord and uh, being faithful to Him. I've got three other children that are there in Austin, Texas, uh, where our home church is. Uh, they're serving the Lord there uh, in the church. And uh, that would be uh, Stanley, uh, who's graduated from Bible college. He's uh, working a job there in Austin and uh, attending the church there. My daughter, the same way, she's uh, graduated and uh, she is uh, serving the Lord there in Austin. Uh, my daughter, Shaylin. And uh, then Shiloh, is, uh, he's, he's graduated as far as credits are concerned, but he's going to uh, go for one more year of Bible college just to get some more experience and uh, some more Bible education. And uh, so he's going to attend one more year there at our Bible college there at Capital City Baptist Church. And so I praise the Lord for all all of my children, and uh, right now, uh, and this is just simply by God's grace, all of my children are serving the Lord and uh, faithful in church, faithful in their reading of their Bibles and, and loving the Lord. And so uh, I just pray that uh, God continues to use them. And I uh, pray for my uh, three kids there in Austin that uh, one of these days God will raise up the, the mate uh, that will be for their uh, life and uh, that will join their, uh, their lives and, and serve the Lord with them together. And so I pray for that every day as well. Uh, then we still have two children here in Uganda. We have Skylar, who is our official nut of the family. And uh, no, I really love him and a uh, good guy and uh, loves the Lord. He's uh, uh, 16, uh, 16 years old and uh, just has a heart for the Lord, has a heart for the Word of God, and uh, praise the Lord for him. I uh, believe that God's going to use him in a great and a mighty way. And uh, then our youngest daughter, Savannah, uh, again, just has a sweet spirit and uh, loves the Lord, loves reading her Bible, and uh, I really believe that God is going to use her as well uh, in the future. And uh, my greatest desire, my greatest prayer uh, for my children is that all of my children serve God. I don't. I honestly do not care uh, what uh, what they're doing as far as vocation, uh, whether they're a computer technician, whether they're in the military, whether they are, uh, you know, a welder, or whether they're landscaper. I, I just that has never been a care of my life. That has never been a desire of my life. I've never raised my children to follow after certain vocations. Um, I want them to be successful in whatever they do. I want them to, to be able to have the character of God in whatever they do and uh, whatever they decide to do, whatever uh, job or vocation that they are in. Uh, my desire is that they have the freedom and the ability uh, to serve the Lord Jesus Christ in whatever they do. And uh, so as of right now, uh, that is happening. And I just, I just praise God every day for that. I thank God every day uh, for my children. I thank God for their mother and uh, the work that she did in, in raising the children. I spent so much time uh, in the ministry and uh, m much time in, in different churches and things of this nature. And uh, my wife has just stayed faithful to the Lord and stayed faithful in, in with the training of our children. And, uh, and I, just, I just thank the Lord so much for them. So children, there you go. Uh, that's my shout out to you. And uh, Skylar was quite offended uh, that I give shout outs 
to everybody, but I never have given him one. And uh, so, uh, so there you go. I gave one to all of the kids. And uh, thank you, kids, for serving the Lord. And I hope that you stay faithful uh, serving the Lord in everything that you do. And in doing so, I know that you're going to please the Lord. And uh, at the same time, uh, you please your mom and dad as well. Amen. Uh, God's doing some great things here in Uganda, and uh, just glad that I'm a part of it. There are a lot of lot of training going on. Uh, our Bible college is is going well with this uh, with this semester. We're teaching through life principles uh, from the life of King David, and uh, that's a class I've never taught before, but I've really really enjoyed that and uh, been going through that as well as the book of First and Second Timothy and Titus uh, in one of our other classes, verse by verse study of those books, and so it has just been exciting. It's been good. And I've just had a great time teaching. That's that's my love. That's what I believe is one of my spiritual gifts uh, is teaching. I enjoy doing that and I look for every opportunity to teach and disciple and train men and women of God for the ministry. Amen. Well, once again, this program is called Always Abounding. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is is not in vain in the Lord. And uh, how true that is, our labor is not in vain in the Lord. When we put him first, uh, when we abound in his work, uh, our labor is not in vain. Well, we've been going verse by verse through the book of James, and uh, James is one of those books that uh, is a book written, written to believers and uh, just encouraging believers to abound in the work of the Lord. That's, that, that's what this whole book is about, is practical uh, Christian living, about how to serve the Lord and different uh, practical ways to be able to do that. And we're getting ready to enter into a section Uh, here at the uh, end of chapter number four, where he just lists one thing after another uh, that helps us to be the Christians, helps us to be the believers that we need to be. And uh, But uh, we're not going to get too much into that today. We're going to look at a couple of verses, and uh, and uh, then we'll be finished uh, for today. The Bible says there in James chapter four and verse number five, do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Now, verse number five is a very interesting verse because it's it's more of a uh, rhetorical question here. He says, Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Now, there is no verse in the Old Testament uh, where that is quoted from, so it's, it's more of a general statement where this is the general idea of Scripture. Now, you look at uh, different commentators and different commentaries on this particular verse, and there's a lot of uh, disagreement as far as what uh, he's talking about here when he says, "...the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy." And uh, what I'm going to tell you today might be kind of a little surprise for you and uh, might be a little different, but I hope you'll hear me out. Some commentators say that this is talking about the Holy Spirit and uh, the Holy Spirit dwells in us and lusts to envy. And, and what they do is they go back to the book of Galatians and uh, they use a portion of scripture back there in the book of Galatians chapter 5 uh, where he says in uh, 
verse number 17 for uh, Galatians 5 17 for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are the contrary one to the other uh, so that you cannot do the things that you would so the verse there is talking about the spirit lusting against the flesh and uh, so they say well this is talking about the Holy Spirit well, uh, I'm inclined to, uh, okay, I, I would not argue with somebody who, who believes that, and, uh, and there are many good men out there that believe that, but when I see the word spirit here and the word spirit is not capitalized, uh, then I, I tend to, uh, in a situation like this, I tend to lean toward uh, the amazing men that translated the King James Bible for us. And, uh, and the, the vast amount of Bible knowledge and the fact that God was working through them uh, in the translation of the preserved, inspired Word of God. And, uh, and so I look at the word spirit there. I look at the fact that it is not capitalized. It is capitalized there in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. So there's no doubt what he's talking about there, but it is not capitalized here. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm inclined to go a different direction. Uh, there are also other commentators that uh, believe that this is your uh, spirit. The Bible says we are a body, soul, and spirit. And uh, so that spirit lusteth to envy. And, uh, and because of that, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's 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 more of a jealousy. It's more of a, a fear of being replaced. And so, uh, in fact, the spirit here is your spirit that is wanting to be in control versus you allowing the flesh to be in control. But uh, I want to put out a third thing here, and uh, I find this a lot in Scripture. Um, and, and again, we can disagree on this if we want. And again, I don't have any problem uh, necessarily with the other two interpretations of this. It's kind of a, a verse that just kind of sticks out there. And, uh, and, and there's obviously reason for disagreement and there's reason for debate on this. But when I look at verse number four, and then I look at verse number six, it follows verse number, verse number five. Here's, here's my thought. I believe that this spirit here is not talking about who you are as far as a body, soul, and spirit. I don't believe it's talking about the Holy Spirit. I believe it is talking about your spirit, your attitude, all right, your attitude, and uh, the, the way you look at things. And for, for example, the Bible, when, when the Bible's talking about Daniel, the Bible says that he had a spirit of excellence, okay? Um, and so you find that there are many times in the Word of God that spirit is not necessarily talking about the Holy Spirit. It's not necessarily talking about your spirit, but it, it could be talking about your attitude about things, all right? Your, your, your spirit, your, uh, how you are perceiving things. And the reason I believe that is um, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, now, why would, why would our attitude be filled to lust and envy? And, and both of the times, if, if a person interprets this as the Holy Spirit, or if a person interprets this as your spirit, then what they are doing is they're saying, well, this is a good type of lusting uh, because the, it's lusting to envy. It's, it's wanting, it's, it's having a fear of being replaced. And, and again, I understand that, but, but I think it is a wrong type of lust. It is a lust that leads to envy because that is the whole context of what he's been talking about. Uh, verse number one, from whence come wars and fightings among you, come they not hence even of your lust. 
which ye uh, uh, that war in your members. Verse number three: Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. And then in verse number four, we talked about this in our last podcast: Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do ye not think that the Scripture saith in vain, the Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? In other words, it is it is our attitude, it is it is our nature uh, to lust, to envy. It is our nature to follow that which is the world. It is our nature. It is our it is our natural spirit, not a spiritual thing. It is our natural spirit. It is our natural attitude to want to follow after the world, to want to be a friend of the world, to want to follow after the lust of the flesh and the pride of life and the and the lust of the eyes. That is natural within us. And and so he's saying, you've seen this all through Scripture, all right? Through example after example, through character after character in the in the Scripture, where the spirit that is within us lusts to envy. It, 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 it wants what the world offers. It wants what the world can give to us. It wants what the world, uh, the pleasures of the world. And that's why then he comes in verse number six, but, all right, so even though it is your nature, even though that is your natural attitude, that is your natural bent to follow after being a friend of the world, to follow after being uh, following the lust of the world and the envy of the world. That is our natural bent. That is our natural spirit. That is our natural attitude. But, verse number six, he giveth more grace. Okay? So uh, that's why I really believe, and again, I'm sure there's good men that will disagree with me, and that's fine, but but I believe here he's talking about a person's natural spirit, his natural attitude, his natural way of of looking at things uh, is naturally bent toward the friendship of the world. It is naturally bent toward these things. And so he's he's warned them in verse number four. He said, listen, you adulterers and adulteresses, he says, you you guys have, have reached the epitome of betrayal. You have reached the epitome of unfaithfulness because you are a friendship of the world. He says, don't you understand that it is natural within us to follow that which is in the world. It is natural within us to follow the friendship of the world, but he giveth more grace. Now, what is grace? Grace is the God-given ability to do what we cannot do in our flesh. For by grace are ye saved through faith. We cannot get saved in our flesh. It is because of his power. It is because of his grace that we are saved. Paul said, hey, I want you to, uh, Lord, please remove uh, these uh, this thorn in the flesh. And, and, and Paul pleaded with the Lord three different times. And, and God says, no, I'm not going to remove that. But my grace will be sufficient for you. And th- then how did Paul respond to that? He said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul understood the grace of God was the power of God. Paul says, hey, I am not what I am because of me. It is by God's grace 
that I am who I am today. So what is James telling us here? He's telling us as believers, listen, your natural bent, your natural spirit, the natural way of what you're thinking is going to cause you to lean toward this lust that we've been talking about. It's going to cause you to lean toward this envying that we, the strife that we've been talking about. This natural bent that you have in your spirit is going to cause you to lean toward being a friend of the world and an enemy, an enemy of God. But he says, I want to assure you of something that he gives more grace. God is going to give you the grace that he needs. And he, he says, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. When we humble ourselves and we say, God, I cannot do this. It is hard for me to fight against the world. It is hard for me to fight against the lust of the flesh. It is hard for me to fight against the lust of the eyes. It is hard for me to fight against the, the pride of life and, and the pleasures and the draw of this world. It is hard for me to fight against these things, but God, I need your grace. And God says, if you will humble yourself, if you will admit, if you will be like Paul, that Paul humbled himself and said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You and I, listen, if we are going to abound in the work of the Lord, we must have the grace of God. We must have the power of God because the power of God is the only thing that is going to help us to overcome that natural bent in our lives, that natural spirit in our lives that causes us to want to be friends with the world, that causes us to want to lust the things and end Envy the things that the world offers out there. And so if I'm going to abound in the work of the Lord, I've got to be able to resist those things. I've got to be able to put those things aside, and I've got to be able to follow the work of God and follow what God wants me to accomplish. And the only way that I can do that is by the grace of God. That's the only way that I can do that. That's the only way that I can accomplish that is through the grace of God. So verses one down to verse number five, just over and over is telling us the problem. He says, you're lusting and you're warring and you're fighting and you're, you're envying and you're, 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 you're not getting because you're asking for the wrong motives. And then he says in verse number four, you're an adulterer and adulteress because you are friends with the world. And then verse Verse number five, he concludes it and says, hey, this is what the whole scripture has been telling us. This is why David fell into sin. And, and, and this is why uh, Moses fell into sin. And, this is, and he says, the scripture itself generally talks to us about all the time where the spirit within us lusteth to envy. It wants the things of this world. It wants the things of this life. But he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Listen, don't, don't, don't think that you can handle it. Don't think that you can just go out and toy and play with the world and play with the temptations of the world and think you can handle it. You've got to understand, I've got to understand, our flesh is weak. Our flesh is wicked. Our flesh desires everything that it desired before we got saved. And the only way that you and I are going to stay steadfast, always abounding in the work of the Lord, is because of God's grace. 
And so James is assuring us here. He said, listen, I know it's tough. I know it's difficult. I know the pull of the world and the lust of the world and the envy of the world. I know all of that is very strong. But he says, I want you to be assured of something. God gives grace to the humble. And he gives more grace than the envy. He gives more grace than the lust. He gives more grace than the opportunities to be fringe. There is no reason why you and I as believers should fall for the things of this world. There's no reason why you and I as believers should be friends with the world. You say, well, I just, I just couldn't help myself. No, God says he giveth more grace. God's grace is there. God's grace is sufficient for everything you need to keep your mind off the world and the things of the world and stay focused on the work of God. He says he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I hope that you and I today will humble ourselves and realize we are, God, we're weak. God, we, in, our, in and of ourselves, our flesh, our desires, our eyes, everything about us is weak. It wants to follow that which is worldly. It wants to follow that which Satan uh, tempts us with. It wants those things. And God, by your grace, by your grace helping me, I am going to stay focused on the work of God, and I am going to always abound in the work of the Lord. Well, God bless you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that was a help and a blessing to you. I tell you what, every time I come across the grace of God, it just, his grace is absolutely amazing. His grace, I mean, we sing amazing grace, but I think so many times we sing it and uh, we sing it so much, we truly have forgotten just how amazing God's grace is. Well, in our next podcast, and no doubt podcast to follow, there is just going to be item after item after item after item that James is going to be reminding us that we need in our practical Christian living to help us to always abound in the work of the Lord. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not done so already, let me encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about it. Maybe uh, if you have Facebook or Instagram or something like that, maybe you could share our podcast with your friends. Let them know about uh, the podcast here, and maybe we might be able to be a help and a blessing and encouragement to them uh, as well. As uh, they're going through their life, it, it's difficult these days. We, we, uh, it's a struggle these days to live for the Lord. The world is, is, has a huge pull, and, uh, and we need to encourage each other to always abound in the work of the Lord. And so if you've not done so already, let me encourage you to subscribe uh, to the podcast, encourage others to subscribe to the podcast. And uh, every Friday, every Friday we upload a new podcast for uh, your encouragement and benefit and I hope and pray that it is, uh, it is and will continue to be a help and a blessing to you. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you so much. And uh, let me know how you're doing. Let me know how I can pray for you. And uh, I do pray for the listeners of this podcast. And uh, some of you I know specifically, some of you I don't. But I do pray for the listeners of the podcast and hope that it is a help and a blessing to you. First Corinthians and chapter 15 and verse number 58. I hope you have it memorized by now. Uh, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you so much. Have a wonderful day, and we will see you again next time. God bless you. Thank you for serving the Lord.
We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.